Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. And I'm Matt Condon. And this is Digitally Rare, the show about digitally owned things and what that means now. And in the future! In the future! And we're live in New York! So, if we sound a bit different, it's because we are literally stand. Let's take a picture. We'll, right. After this, we'll take a picture of ourselves in this space. Totally. And you will get a sense of exactly where we are. We are in a stairwell, like an unfinished stairwell uh, <laughs> in Bushwick Generator, a wonderful yeah. uh, little space They're in the heart of Bushwick. The building. They're building out the whole building. Yeah. And this is where we've. So, over the we are here live at uh, Rare AF2. Yep, yep. And over the course of the day, we have we have put a single question to uh, a bunch of different attendees. The yep. question is, do you have a controversial or hot take about NFTs, the space, the community, art, uh, all this kind of stuff? All of it. On the blockchain, uh, do you have one? And give yep. it to us. Yep, and yep. so what follows is the hot takes the hot takes. from the variety of people that we got them very from. spicy ideas coming to you live spicy well not very live but live to us live to us more live than we're used to yes physically bound that yeah fuck it so first up we have joe looney of rare pepe fame and, and now freeport <laughs> okay, okay, so my controversial take is when you own a crypto good, you don't actually own anything. Oh, Damn. Damn. I'm a little bit worried that this is going to be the main right. hot take that everyone's going to have, which actually will be a very telling, a very telling thing. Yeah. Uh, go into that just like a little bit further, just right. for like one minute. I guess the thing that you think you own uh, is a... To a token that exists somewhere in the cloud, um, but it actually is nothing more than a database entry <laughs> yep. in somebody's database. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? The image isn't even in the database. That's, that's, the, that's the problem. And you know, sometimes the hash isn't in there either. No, oh, the hash God. isn't even there. Yeah, totally. And once you depend on an HTTP link, well, now you've got the legacy... You know, issues, infrastructure. and then it'll be as soon as that it's link is broken, you know, you got nothing. Right, and so then I guess what is true digital ownership if you know it's not actually true digital ownership? Yeah, I guess it's verification that you you own an address, you control a public key. Right. To quote Varys from Game of Thrones, topical. Power resides where men believe it resides. Hmm. Well, that's even then you take the even more controversial take <laughs> <laughs> that blockchains are not immutable uh-huh and they're easily copied uh-huh yep. yeah yep. yep well and it's where we all believe right <laughs> right that's just it yeah power lies where people believe it resides yeah yeah totally yeah 100 yeah. true that's it the meme the meme is power gate yeah Thank belief, belief in the meme. Thank you, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Thank you, George R. R. Martin. He wrote that line. That's right. him. That's all him. Very good. Had nothing to do with that. That was the good stuff. That was the good stuff. Anyway, hot take. Anyway, thank good. you, Joe Looney. Perfect. Thank you. And now we are here with Jason Bailey. He of Art Gnome and uh, one of the one of the OG crypto art people in the space. Certainly. Jason Bailey. 
what is your most controversial opinion about uh, the thing that we're all talking about? Okay, so my, my hot take is that we've got maybe, I'm not going to say too many, but we've got a whole lot of artists making a whole lot of artwork, a whole lot of companies, right, um, that want to help these artists, but we don't really have uh, that many collectors yet, and I think we're at a saturation point where we've actually got more tools and more people making than we can sustain, right, through collecting. So, what does that mean? I think it means that all of these companies, if they don't, not just like, uh, not go after each other competitively, competitively, but if they don't literally just unite and partner across the board that we're going to see sort of a waning interest in this space mm -hmm. um, and we need to grow we all the artists like the companies the people that write about this stuff the podcasters everybody needs to work together to grow the collector base right mm -hmm. or else uh, I think by this time next year no one's going to give a shit yeah I think that's I that is that's mm -hmm. for sure. That's a big one. I've definitely seen that while talking to people as well as they have a ton of artists signed up and everyone is also like, Well yeah, we should we need to get the traditional art collectors involved or make art collecting more democratized so that normal people can do it. But that obviously hasn't happened. Yeah. How do you it's a, <laughs> make a societal change like that? It's yeah. a little bit like that thing of like, number one, make a good platform for artists. Number two, you know, make it really great. Number three, question mark. Number four, profit. <laughs> and, it's like, and we need to, so I think we need to build, it's great as an artist, it's great that we've been building these tools for artists, but I don't think people... It doesn't work without. People aren't thinking about the collector persona right. and how do we make this a huge no. win and a fun thing right. for the collector. And the people that do that, yeah. like the crypto uh, punks, yeah. are having the most success, right? right? So right. focusing, as an artist, it's a crazy thing to say out loud, but focusing less on artists and more on mm. collectors and why they would even want ah, this stuff that's to be with, yeah. Right? Yep. I think well, it's you, so you, a famous quote from Jason Bailey is, why would you want digital art on your wall? You're not looking at your wall at all. You're looking at your phone constantly. Yep. And that, I feel like, is a, is a sort of progenitor of this hot take, which is like, you know, we, we, no one's really built the thing yet for a collector to be able to look at their things on their phone, which is something that we've talked about a lot. It's like, totally. man, I would love to just go and see everything that Jason, everything yeah. that Matt has, but that doesn't, the experience, you know. The experience of a wall does not, the, the digital corollary doesn't it exist. It doesn't work. And that's actually totally what I'm talking about in yeah, yeah. 30 minutes from now. Matt has a uh, whole thing about like, this. What is the environment in which you experience digital art? Because it doesn't exist. The, the like, whatever it is we enjoy about physical art and how we experience it, it doesn't exist it's in not the digital the same. world. And without that, there's no point in owning these things. And I, so as a, as a digital art Sasquatch, um, I realize that I'm not a good person. You're not normal. I'm not normal. I'm not a good person to model after, right? I get a ton of joy and pleasure out of being right. able to look at my oh, digital absolutely. art on my phone. Same. And I think you too, but we're three weird guys in a, a dark stairwell at a conference, right? <laughs> Literally. So, so uh, that doesn't really scale. And the other thing would be like, does it need to scale? If you look throughout history, the coolest shit that's happened throughout art history wasn't mm. made Mainstream. So right. there's like this, how do we make this mainstream? Well, we, we don't need to, right? Maybe we don't need to. Maybe right. we just meet in this stairwell. You know, <laughs> but you yeah. still do need like a, a critical mass of collectors. Certainly. To yeah. like to, because all of those movements had enough collectors to it sort of keep is, the. And if the premise is that we're helping artists right. make money or then whatever, then you need like, to have people yeah, to pay them. Yeah, we need to find like the collector. And you know, maybe the, the other half of the hot take would be that it'll take, uh, I'm not a gamer, I don't really give a shit right. about games, but it might take that use case. Right. right to drive might take some a cheese. level of might interest. take some cheese mm -hmm. some cheese wizards some cheese wizards before <laughs> you people, can before people will buy some some art and you totally. know even the um 
you know, people are now accepting fiat instead of just yep. on some of these platforms. Yep. And it helps from talking to them, it helps a little. But the truth is, before the blockchain was yeah. ever even a word, there were artists making more supply than there was demand. Absolutely. And there's nothing that I can see about blockchain that solves that problem. Right. right? Specifically. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hot take. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. I need you to to tell us how to pronounce your last name because I can never do it. Uh, De La Riviere. De La Riviere. Oh shit! There's an R at the end. And uh, give us your hot take. Hot take on collectibles and NFTs. Yes. Here's my hot take. Okay. I don't know if this is the hottest take or the most controversial Spicy. take, but uh, I think the platforms doing secondary sales is not compelling. Ooh. I don't think secondary sales is a compelling thing, mostly because. Most artists actually just care about getting a sale at all. Mm. So the fact that the idea, even the idea, it's of like it's compelling. It's like even so. So there's like two buckets. If you're a successful artist, you probably don't care about secondary sales. Right. If you're an artist that's not getting any sales, that doesn't matter to you at all because you just want to get a sale at, at, at the first all. Place. So that's my hot take. I'll give you one. I'll give you one uh, idea of a time that I think secondary sale, and you tell me if it. I'm wrong. An undiscovered artist who's like thrilled to make a sale, yeah. who then makes it big, or or makes it bigger, and then the secondary sales of that thing generates. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, it's like I, I guess. It's sort of like the music industry. I guess you can make a correlation. Is that the middle section of people are the ones that lose from paycheck to paycheck. Yes. Like, so in that sense, secondary sale might might help. That's like, literally where I get, make, where I live is in the like creative middle class. Yeah. And so in that case, I think it might help. But I it's 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 the way the sort of power laws of creativity works mm-hmm. currently is that. You're either like super successful yeah. or you're in the long tail. Right. And that's it. And and like you're either building things to help the long tail or the, right. the people that the are really super made it. super major people, yeah. That's that's my gut feel. Yeah. That's my hot take. Do you have a do you have an, a different solution? I mean, there's so many things that you've been working on <laughs> yeah. that are. Obviously, I was like, yeah, obviously my solution. Is the thing that I invented. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The Harburger tax, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. come on. Perpetual revenue. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Sales. What was the yeah. thing that came up at uh, at NFT Summit it was if a song could be owned by an ERC twenty bonding curve? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that, Refungibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just like if you own the token, you can stream the song, but then it's like. Right. If if you buy early, if the song is popular, you can make money. Right. Yeah. But but the problem with that, of course, is like, you know, I don't want I don't want to put any barriers between me between yeah, people absolutely. and your music, yeah. right? It's and like, it, that's also probably a hot take on some creative platforms yeah. is that some of them require, um, sort of a, you need to do something in order just to be a part of it in, right. in the first place. Right. Like, blockchains themselves already make it tough. You need like mm-hmm. an native currency. All this stuff, but now yeah. they go like. Oh, in order to load content, you need another token or something yeah. to stake and then keep there. Yeah. And like, yeah. non-starter. Yeah. Non-starter. Yeah. non-starter. Yeah. Cool. Um, I like it though. That's that. That is a hot take. Hot That's take. a spicy hot one. Take. Hot, hot take. take. Caliente. Caliente. Jason Rosenstein, what is your controversial take? Hot take. So the question is, what is the most controversial NFT digital art piece? Mm. In my opinion, I'm going to have to say the obvious. I'll go with the Rare Pepe. Yeah. I'm sure that's been a, a popular option no, for the other guys. No, it has not been. Yeah, okay. that's, that's the first time that's come up. Okay. That's good. So the Rare Pepe, of course, is it's very controversial. Yeah. People see, some see an alt-right agenda. Mm-hmm. Personally, I see it as, as 
first and foremost is a meme. Mm -hmm. Memes are used to express just about absolutely everything in the universe. Mm -hmm. And so there was a subset of individuals who took it and, and utilized that image to express anger and hatred. And it's a shame because now when someone shows a rare Pepe that they might have made and they might be very excited about having made it, they instantly associate it with some alt-right thing or some mm -hmm. anti-Semitic thing. Mm -hmm. I'm Jewish, so I, can, I think I can sport a Red Pepe and people know that I'm not anti-Semitic. One would hope. Right. Yeah. Um, I got involved with the Red Pepe super early. It was one of the very first crypto art blockchain movements. Mm -hmm. I think we wouldn't be yeah. here today at the Rare Art Festival if it wasn't for the Rare Pepe. That's very true. Definitely true. I think this yeah. brings up a, a, a sort of, uh, it's a parallel of a wider subject we were talking about earlier, which is which is, uh, I was quoting Game of Thrones, I will quote Game of Thrones again. Power resides where men believe it resides. I guess we could say, where people oh, believe yeah. it resides. And so this is the problem of a meme like that, right? Which mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. which is, there's the people who have been with Rare Pepe since the mid-2000s who know uh, the backstory and, and what it, rep what it right. could represent. But, unfortunately, right, to like, to, if, if 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 the meaning of the meme is really just an agreement among among like some super majority some super majority of people, like, yeah. then it's been it, then it's, it's been, been ruined. Co it's been co-opted, right? You know, yeah. which is su which is like super. It's really disappointing. Annoying. Yeah, it's a problem. Totally. It's it's the same thing happened with the swastika, right? That used to be right. a literally of love. literally literally the exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. I guess that does paint a picture of the future of the Pepe, though, as sort of going down that know, that road, the right. swastika road. Right. Just the supermajority half half decided. Although you know, it's it's interesting that the creator of Rare Pepe mm. was around to try to, you know, whereas the you know the the Nazi right. symbol was like ancient, right? And so obviously mm. the creator wasn't. But in right. his case, he was like he was here to be like, no, 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 no. Right. I made that. It's yeah. mine. Like mm -hmm. I want to take it I back. Decide a little bit. A little about, bit like, about what this means. I can tell you but, what I think this. But it didn't, right. it didn't work. Interesting. No. I guess it's things are just happening so fast because the internet's here. Everyone's connected. Right. That took thousands of years to transpire into something negative. Mm -hmm. I guess. There's definitely potential for you know the the perception of the Pepe to reverse course. But it I seems, wonder what it would take though. Right. I wonder like how that would. How that would happen? Yeah, maybe give them a new symbol so they can go fuck off in a different corner. Yeah, I think they've done that to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. because I don't think they, I don't think they care about Pepe as much. They kind of ruined Pepe. Right. They're like, we ruined they, Pepe, now we're on. Let's try to ruin something else. Burn that land and yeah, exactly, march forward. exactly. That's that's the the latest thing I heard is that they, it's this is yeah. the new thing. Yeah, the, the, the OK, OK symbols. symbols. Yep, the well, OK no. symbols. What they w no, don't do that to me. Yeah, the OK symbol. You can't oh. make it. What the fuck? It's absolutely co-opted in the exact same way. You can't make that without people assuming, <laughs> especially looking it. the way you do. I know, Unfortunately, right? people will, <laughs> Tall white dude, beard glasses. will, will oh, make an no. assumption. If you ever make this symbol, they'll be like, oh, he's definitely white symbol. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's awful. God damn it. Yeah, they ruin everything. That is and they do it on okay, purpose. Man. I think I think it's actually, it really is. Right. like, like Well, it's like it starts as a joke, right? Like, let's see if we can make people in the media catch on to, to, to think that this is, you know, but, but the line between, right. you know, can we make people think this versus right. is it really this mm -hmm. is like very thin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Damn. Damn. Yeah. Sucks that the alt-right is so good at memeing. It is. No, it's a big problem. Yeah. It's a big yeah. problem. They understand memetics. You know, the, the um, I think it's it, the CIA that has a memetics department. Holy shit. It's very serious. Uh, yeah, That's I believe Blade it. Blade Runner shit right I there. believe yeah. it. I love it. I believe it, yeah. Wow. 
That's excellent. Wild. Hot take. 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 I strongly believe that all the blockchain ideas that we see right now that are targeting the traditional art art market mm. are total BS. Okay, excellent. That's good a good one. Take. All right, so all right, tell us more about that. Yeah. So first, the traditional art market is very small, right? Mm -hmm. So why would you invest so much time and money into like a tiny market? Mm -hmm. Second, they were very slow at adopting anything. Mm -hmm. I worked for many art and tech companies, and when you were talking about a cloud-based system, um, they had a hard time, you know, understanding what it was. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I will always remember when I talked about a cloud-based inventory management platform to an appraiser, and she told me that she would die before uh, giving away her client's records, which she kept under her bed. Mm. Wow. <laughs> she would Very not secure. even trust an Excel spreadsheet. So, <laughs> see what you're working with, like, uh -huh. good luck explaining mm. blockchain. So. Mm -hmm. Maybe there will be like a few people who will, you know, who has a contact who will get like something uh, up. I'm not saying they're like not good ideas, you know, artery is they're a great very ideas, good company, right. but it's, it's getting them to it's getting do it. Them. And, and, and honestly, it's like, it's, it, they, you know, even if it was bad technology, they would not make the difference. It's mm -hmm. like for them, it's, 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 it's about trust. It's about relationships. So great. You have that. You make something that's hype and sound like technology. Great. But nobody's ever going to use it. Mm. Um, so do not try to sell blockchain to traditional art market people. Try to build a new market or a yeah, target yeah, go other. Outside of it, go outside of it. Yeah. I mean, there are look, a lot of companies aiming there. Yeah, and so, it's yeah. also like it's also you know like everybody is looking. You look at what people invest in right now. It's all about like trying to crack the code on how millennials are going to consume mm -hmm. anything in the future. Mm -hmm. So. What about art? Right now, nobody gives a shit about mm -hmm. like art, so mm -hmm. they're not gonna. I mean, most people who made millions, billions in mm -hmm. blockchain, they still crash on their friend's mm -hmm. couch, right? Yeah. So, what do they have walls mm -hmm. to like put right. paintings on? Mm -hmm. Are they gonna ne never? I mean, it's not even worth trying. I mean, that that door has closed a long time ago. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, they've loved like little crypto kitties and collectibles, but we still have to figure out a way for them to care about art and i think there are a lot of things today that we heard that yeah. like in the collaborative art like the mm -hmm. uh, you get an nft for like um something else like you know you get a piece of art but it's also a ticket to mm -hmm. do something and mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. your art is a memorabilia of a moment of an experience i mean mm -hmm. it's very much in line with you know i like go to these pop-up museums and like it's pretty bad but it's like everybody goes there mm -hmm. i mean color factory got totally. like so many people to get there mm. so yeah, I mean, try to get people like, yeah, there are like billions of people who are not caring or like, you know, who don't care yet and are not art or any type of collectors, but everybody mm -hmm. collects something. So, mm -hmm. yeah, go outside, explore. Don't get stuck into the... The art market who is not going to welcome you. Exactly. Perfect. Hot take. Incredible. Hot take. So, Jessica, Hello? with Art Project Decentralized, <laughs> hot take. Okay, well, I don't know how hot this is. Um, I just want to be humble 
I've been running this Telegram group, meeting all these different people and hearing about all these different platforms and how good they are and how awesome artists are going to be with blockchain and it's, you know, like the future for artists. It's going to be awesome for artists and wow. And I'm an artist, right? And so, but I don't feel that well. Mm -hmm. And I want to use these platforms and I actually haven't done it in a whole year. Mm -hmm. I have not put anything on these platforms. Wow. I don't have a tokenized piece. Mm -hmm. And it's because I still have a lot of questions and because I don't see the transparency that I would want to see when it comes to, okay, the token, how is it minted? What happens, the, what happens, I don't want my, my piece there anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, privacy things and like, I feel, I don't know, I've looked around the platforms honestly and I think, um, the philosophy behind blockchain has a lot to do with transparency and with, you know, like giving power to people. Like, that's what people are talking about mm -hmm. in this art blockchain sort mm -hmm. of integration is like the power is in the artist's hands. Mm -hmm. But I really don't see the artists having the power in their hands. And the platforms are awesome. Like, I love everybody who's working on this space and, and they're looking after themselves as well. Like, of course, need, people need to monetize and that's great. I love that. But I think there should be some work done in terms of like the, the transparency behind everything. Like what is the token about? How, how much? Yes, re, uh, uh, royalties. And it's okay if they don't have the royalties. That's fine. But like where is all that information? Where can I find kind of like this chart that compares everything mm. so I can make an informed decision of where... I tokenize if I decide to do so. That's true. There are a ton of options, and it's impossible. Yes, yeah, so you don't really know, know what you're going. getting into, so it's right. almost like the same thing that we have that been we have before. Yeah, exactly. I think I don't see the difference. It's honestly. totally true, and I think that a lot of the sites, as an artist, also right. It's like yeah. a lot of the sites. Uh, that's such a good question. It's like, what if I don't want to be there anymore? Yes. And and it's and like it's like you know, well, you if it's truly decentralized, then you can take your stuff. Yes. And anywhere, and take it with you. But how? But how? And yeah. and and is that built in? Do you, like I'm yes. not a developer. I can't exactly. do that myself. Like, um, yeah, that's. And uh, I think honestly, like when it comes to artists, like our incentives as artists are actually always going to be slightly different mm -hmm. than what the platforms themselves are going to want, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm building, you know, I'm trying to build my own thing. Right. And I don't like, I'm not, it's not going to be as decentralized as these other things because I'm going to lose control in that way. And I, and I'm not, right. I'm not going to be willing to do that, you know, and I certainly wouldn't be willing to give up con any control to, Exactly. Another. And and it's like seeing, you know, what's happening with Facebook, Google. Yeah. I'm at this moment feeling so afraid. Yeah. Like I feel scared yeah. by all this shit. Like I'm almost like trying to like how do I erase my footprint? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so scary. Like I just found like all my photos on my phone were up on Google mm. yeah. photos. Oh, you didn't realize it. Since, yeah. since 2015, yeah. dude. Wow. I'm so fucking upset. Oh, wow. I'm so upset. And you had no idea. No. It just was like and sucking them down. And it's because I took, yeah. uh, I, maybe I said At yes, point, because I'm point. not going to read, right. I'm not going <laughs> to hire a lawyer yeah. Yeah. to read if I can download an right. app. Right, right. And, and I, this revolution is about changing that behavior. And, yeah. and the only way to know is just by making it a habit and a good practice mm -hmm. to disclose everything in a readable way. Yes, yeah. It can just be yeah. like yeah. The, the 10 most, like yeah. when you, people like to read the 10 best, right. you know? Yeah. Right. Just like that. What, what is it that the platform offers the 10 best? 
and that's it. Yeah. And then you can make kind of an informed decision, yeah. but at least a little bit. Man, wouldn't it be great yeah. if? Wouldn't it be great if? Uh, if the if it went if going forward it was like, I'm not going to use your app unless I can understand your terms of service. Exactly. You know, exactly. unless I can, I, unless it's written and in, that's in that's English. What this that's is about. That's a big societal yeah. change. Big society. Yeah, it's... I mean, we're doing that with food, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. making it very exactly. clear. Ingredients yeah. and... Or, or like, even aware. disclosure of making it, making it available, yeah. like, how many people clicked on it, almost right. like analytics. Yeah. That should be, like, part Easily of it. Easily available, all, yeah. All of it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And what's fun is that y'all are, like, the ideal artists to be using these platforms right y'all y'all get it in a, a way that most people don't yeah. and yet still it's tough it's, it's so a tough, tough decision yeah. and it's yes. a tough it's impossible to make that uh that judgment call on do i put my art on this thing where it's do I super it? hard I, I haven't done it but asking and these questions been, yeah yeah you've been, been in the space been, been, the and, whole and time i love yeah. them all yeah, yeah right they're, they're all awesome. wonderful people but yeah i don't want my shit there because i already learned my lesson it's good though it's good that you're here to ask these questions and say you know because because then you're protecting all the artists all that don't that aren't in the space and don't know about this stuff so that'll totally. come later, you know, and Super say necessary. you yeah. know, like really push it. Yeah. It's a good one. That's a good hot take. Oh, I, I know it was really good. We are here with the Super Rare boys. Let's uh hot take. Yeah, this is Jonathan from Super Rare and uh, I believe that Rare Pepe's as an art movement is going to be in art history books 100 years from now. Whoa. It's, uh, it's that important. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. It fits really well with another one that we had. Totally. Right. Totally. That's perfect. All right, hot take. Um, in the next five years, we're going to see a piece of digital art sell at Christie's for over a million dollars. Whoa. What's your timeline on getting to the, what, 300 mil or 210 mil that uh, Jason just mentioned as the most expensive physical art? Seven years. Ooh, okay. Damn, that's seven a, years. That's a power curve, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. Very nice. good. I yeah. Like, I, like the, uh, I like the positive hot takes. Yeah, yeah, it's these like, are positive. This is, this is what we think is possible yeah. In, yeah. in so many years. Yeah, a lot of the other hot takes, and I think, I guess was the intention, mm -hmm. was that we would be getting um, controversial takes, mm -hmm. like, oh. I think these are still, I think the I think Pepe thing fantastic. is definitely, con yeah, it's yeah. controversial for right, sure, certainly. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but more positive. That's like you guys are positive guys. That's yeah. If you talk to someone, sure. can't help it. If you talk to yeah. someone at Christie's, these are probably yeah. more controversial. Yeah, right. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here. Like, it's not controversial here, but <laughs> controversial um, maybe to the rest. Well, of the but world. what's interesting is Jason Rosenstein brought up uh, Pepe as you know um, he really still believes in it. And so it's sort of related, but but you know just how co-opted it got yeah. um, by. But but you bring up a you bring up a great point, which is that on a, on a sort of longer time scale you know give give any meme long enough and we talked about the Nazi symbol too like give any meme enough time and right. it could come back around to its original meaning or a different meaning mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a that's a fascinating uh, take yeah. for sure mm -hmm. infinite time scales anything is possible but yeah definitely I mean if, if this whole movement sticks around the red pepes the the oh, uh, yeah. crypto punks will be yeah pioneering, pioneering projects yeah community absolutely. community driven absolutely. brand new technology yeah. and I love how like authentically nobody knows what the beginning was like 
like even at the rare at the rare F one, yeah. the first one, uh, people were like, "Is a repipis the first? And like one person yeah. put their hand up in yeah. the back. It was like, "I yeah. think spells of Genesis yeah. or like some other project." People legit didn't know. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> nobody knew it. Yeah, and it was just like, "We can't confirm that. We don't know. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. gonna be like that beautiful mystery, like a hundred years from now. It's like, how did this all start? Yeah, yeah." yeah. It but adds to the allure. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Story. The narrative. Yeah. Stories. The narrative. This comes back to the stories. Movement is a piece of art with a narrative. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a hot take <laughs> on the space? Uh, just what I could think of while I was listening to you guys, uh, and I realized that, and I don't have a predicted date for this, but there's going to be some point where uh, the number of artists using uh, AI tools and machine tools is going to far exceed anyone using traditional tools. Mm, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. As those get democratized, Totally. The barrier to actually creating stuff through that will just be so low that why not? Yeah, I mean, it's going to seem weird one day to like pick up a paintbrush or something mm, and like, oh, I'm doing it retro style. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> like letter pressing today. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. You can still do yeah. that, of course. But right, but why, why would you? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it is fascinating. Like, a few years ago, you know, I was hearing about AI only from like scientists or like mm -hmm. my programmer friends. And now, I mean, maybe it's partly the bubble that I'm, I exist mm -hmm. in, but. Most of the people I know talking about AI are artists. artists. Yeah. And like, I would not have predicted that a few totally. years ago. No. For sure. sure. Yeah. Hot takes. Hot takes. Christopher from a horde. Hot take. Ooh, hot take. I kind of believe that a lot of the NFT art that's out there is very easily piratable. Mm. And there's not enough uh, structures or architecture out there to make it unique in a digital context. Mm -hmm. Video games might be a place for that. Whoa, say more, say more. Yeah, break that down. Yeah, so if you have a song or a picture or a GIF or something like that, you can easily copy those. Easy, if, sure. Yeah, but if you have it inside of a video game, then only the player can experience that in a very unique mm -hmm. way. So it could be a song that plays yeah. only when you win and right. other players hear that or it could be a picture that displays in the background, right. mm -hmm. something like that. So, so you, could, you could take a screenshot of that or you could do a let's play of that, right. but, sure. but, that's, not the but same that's not the same as like as, owning the song. Right, yeah, yeah. as uh, this experience. Because you have the experience, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Where the experience is contextual. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, especially yeah. in like a social setting, right? Totally. Like if it's a multiplayer game, mm -hmm. you might have a victory song, yep. it's like your anthem, yeah. only you own that. Yeah. So every time you win like a race or yeah. some sort of a challenge, like that song plays for everyone else to hear. Right. So when they hear that song, the real world they think of how you beat them or something oh, like that. Wow. Yeah. yeah i've never thought about i mean maybe i have in the past but it brings up this idea of uh you know music before it was recorded the only way you ever experienced it was like that was right. yeah. was right. one time in a room there's never going to be a right. time like that and that's what video games are like you have one experience you have this experience yeah. it's yours People can't pirate that. No, right. not too much. They can watch you play it, right? Mm -hmm. They right. can they can stream in or something. But that's like that. not the same. That's it's not the not, same no, as, no, no, as no. experiencing yeah. it's maybe yourself. Eighty percent tops of like that experience. You get the story, tops. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Like you get the you get the vibes, but you're not you're not there. Yeah, not too much. Right. So it even gives the player, if they do have like a streaming audience, some kind of like a DJ sort of uh, mm. ability or attribute, something like that, where they're curating something mm -hmm. that only they can do because they have the right to it in this mm -hmm. virtual world. So the true digital scarcity is what you're, if I understand you correctly, yeah. is in video games. I think so. Yeah. Or, or virtual experiences yeah. in general. Virtual, I, think, yeah. I think video games is what we're most familiar with at right. this point in time. I 100% yeah. agree that, like, and I covered that in my talk, is yeah. like, you need an environment, a contextual mm -hmm. environment yeah. for these things to be worth owning. Yes. And video yes. games yeah, are the most so related. Yeah, the most widespread right. place in which, I mean, favorite example, Fortnite, but we've been seeing this since, like, Farmville, right? Mm -hmm. And even before that, mm -hmm. just, like, 
you need this contextual space for people to care. And there's no default place on the web. The closest we've gotten is like the concept of a shared world, like Fortnite or the metaverse or something like that. That's it. And yeah, that seems really, really correct. Yeah. Potent. Potent, Potent hot take. I don't know about you, Matt, but those are some hot takes yep. that we just heard. Yeah, just those now. were pretty good. That was. I'm, I'm a big fan. That was a lot of hot takes. Yeah. As I understand it, we have one final hot take. Yeah. And that is your hot take. Oh yeah, sure. What is what is Matt Condon of Dots? Right. Hot take. Um, my hot take is that the introduction of true scarcity into the digital world, which has so far um, enjoyed or not enjoyed a world of complete reproducibility, uh, infinitely like available content, uh, the introduction of scarcity will do nothing but heighten inequality that we already see today. <sighs> and that the, obviously the existing power structures uh, may miss the boat, but there will be new power structures and scarcity will not help It'll that. make it worse. It'll make it worse. It'll make Amazon look like... Even if it's not like, like Amazon, it's yeah. someone else. It's, yeah, It'll exactly. make Amazon look That's like That's what I'm worried like about. Because there is a double-edged sword to yeah. all scarcity. On one hand, you have exclusivity. And on the other hand, you have exclusivity. Right? Like, mm -hmm. the ability for me to feel like I'm part of a community is also the ability for someone else to feel like they're not part of that absolutely. community. And that is that is absolutely terrifying. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're trying to build the, part, the good parts about scarcity... Uh, how do you avoid building the bad? And uh, yeah, it, it it worries me, you know, that sort of the same way that I that I've said in the past about like um, when you toxic fandom is a thing, mm -hmm. and when you introduce money right. into the toxic fandom, I worry that like you know the internet mm -hmm. that the, that the dream of the internet was great. And it turned out horribly. And then right. let's add let's add a layer of of right of of native of native money, money decentralized. Into it. Yes, no, absolutely. It's, it, it's it's really tough. It's a tough balance, honestly, because again, the internet has created such terrifying mm -hmm. structures in our world, and yet at the same time, I wouldn't have a job. Fantastic. I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I mean, who right. knows what I'd be doing? But it certainly wouldn't be right. what I am doing. And like, even if the initial vision of Facebook connect everyone for mm -hmm. no good reason in particular, <laughs> yeah. even if that turned out to be like a dumb idea, yeah. the fact that we're all connected now brought it, up it, interesting it, properties. It does. It does. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's true. And so there's this like hilariously like uh, it's something you get stuck on a lot. Is, yeah is when you build technology, like seeing, you know, trying to stretch that out into the future and seeing how society is impacted by that. And like what, you know, are you doing more good than harm? It makes me think of, um, I don't know where I've heard this. I've heard this from several different places. It makes me think of the Amish. Mm. Um, and the people think that the Amish are purely um, Luddite. They're, ah. complete, they're complete Luddites. Uh -huh. like, like that they eschew, eschew, eschew. That they just don't use any kind of technology. Right. It's not true. Right. I learned. Do you yes. know this? I know a bit. They, they investigate mm -hmm. thoroughly mm -hmm. a new technology. And if they feel exactly what you just said, mm -hmm. that the upside outweighs the downside, mm -hmm. they adopt it. And they, and they bring it into their fold and they use it. That's cool. What's uh, a good example of that? I think... I saw a picture of uh, like, people they, on scooters. Yeah, scooters not and tractors electric, and things. But, I, right, think, exactly. I, think they, I think they've used tractors, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. I could be wrong. 
Hmm. Um, tractors seem like they don't have much much potential for harm. I mean, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? But yeah. but you know, the telephone. I think they they don't hmm. use because because of how it might disconnect people certainly and things like that it and definitely like drastically affects the societal structure that they currently enjoy right and like, and it seems like that's impossible for a wider society but just as we were talking earlier about like what what if we lived in a world where everyone where people just didn't use apps that you couldn't read the terms of service mm-hmm. what if we lived in a world where we all before we jumped onto facebook right really looked at it like the amish would we read said, the instructions like it's a bottle of medicine yeah and we, yeah. we used the side it really carefully and like yeah which it's just what it's if, not yeah. yeah it's it's a great thought experiment it's not yeah. i don't know if it's possible but it's like yeah. societal shifts are hard to create but are the solution to a ton of problems, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and people are trying. Yes. A lot of people in this space. A lot of people are trying. So that's it for us from the Rare AF Fest. Yep. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It was fun to, to be in person, Definitely. even if it's in this weird, <laughs> cavernous uh, right. space. Sound isolation provided to you by paint splotches on the wall. <laughs> there is a live auction going on currently, and yep. uh, that's where we're going to get back to. So we will see you next time. Next time. Bye. Hello, dear listener. Through the magic of sound editing and time, I am uh, coming at you now uh, a couple days later from my studio. want to thank you for listening uh, and just remind you to, uh, if you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes and do the thing where you uh, write us a review. That would be very helpful in terms of other people finding the show. Even more helpful, if you know someone who's interested in NFTs and art and this kind of stuff, hey, just, uh, you know, send them our way. Uh, tell them to listen. I think maybe even this episode might be a good a good starting place. But anyway, um, I want to leave you with, uh, just for fun, the song that I did at the end of Rare AF. Um, I did something, normally I do my sort of recap thing, but in this case, um, I decided to do something a little bit different. I asked the audience to yell out some words uh, and phrases And then I gave them an option. I could either uh, make a song up on the spot, sort of improvise a song uh, with those words and phrases, or I would write a song in real time. And they chose improvised, of course. So um, here is the song that I improvised based on their suggestions. I love it because uh, these can often go off the rails, and this one kind of did in the middle. Started out okay, kind of went off the rails, and then at the end, there were these women singing with me. I, I didn't really get a good look at them, but they were like beautifully, beautifully singing, and uh, I don't know who they were, but they totally saved my butt in this song. So if anyone knows who these women were, please let me know so I can thank them and you know maybe collaborate with them because their voices are just gorgeous. Anyway, uh, here's the song.